Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Sex Wrap. You're here with Spring and Andrew, and we are so excited, so excited to be wrapping up a season today. We rarely wrap up a season. (laughs) I mean, we are five years in, and this is the end of season three. Um, we neither neither of us were math majors, so um, it just means we hate taking breaks from doing this because we love it so mm-hmm. much. Yeah. So we're going to be off the air for a couple weeks, but we're going to come back with season four. We have a bunch of fun ideas, and keep your questions coming. Um, we have a lot of questions in the queue, but we always love to hear from you. Uh, so send us your questions, call us about our questions. You can DM us your questions on social media. Um, But I mean, I think it's really fun in a way to ending a season because you sort of get to like look back and think about all of the things that have happened in the last year and a half or two years since we started season three. Um, (laughs) Why? Why don't we ever take a break? (laughs) No, no. I mean, we didn't take a break this time is because like we didn't have anywhere to go. We didn't have anything to do. We didn't. Yeah. I mean. This has been a crazy year. We talked about COVID, and I think it was funny at the beginning of the COVID. We we're like, "Oh, long distance. How am I going to handle it?" And then the question changed to, "Oh my gosh, COVID. I don't want to be around this person anymore." To, "I think we're breaking up." Um, we also had the Black Lives Matter movement. We had like all of the 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 different events happening, all of the protests around the country, and we talked about that. We invited guests. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's happened. I'm talking really fast. Yeah, I mean, I feel like. There, I mean, yeah, a lot of stuff has happened in our world. A lot of stuff has happened culturally. And um, yeah, that's reflected through our shows over the past season as well, which is pretty cool to look back at that. And and if you haven't heard all those episodes, you know, it's a great time over the next two weeks when we take a break to go back and listen to some of those. Um, we also have a few little series that we did. Um, we did a few episodes um about the Black Lives Matter um, and how it relates to sexuality and relationships. And then we also did a little mini series. We did a few episodes on porn and um, on racism and porn and on um, ethical porn and how to find it. Um, So yeah, I think it's really cool to uh, look back at some of these things that we have done in the past year. I kind of want to talk about and we do have a question we're going to get to today also, but I just want to talk a little bit about what, what was your favorite episode from this past season? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, I think we've done some really, really good ones. I don't have a list of them open right now. So why don't you answer it first? I'll pull up the list and, and answer what, what was your favorite? And, uh, I'll answer mine in just a second. Um, I have, I think I have three favorites. Um, I, I don't know if you, or no, maybe four favorites. Yeah, I have four favorites, um, <laughs> which maybe you would um, guess that I was not going to play by the rules and choose one favorite. Um, I really, really liked the Threesomes 101 episode. Um, I think that, you know, we talked about a lot of really good communication tips in there and, um, and a lot of people have... Uh, given us feedback from that episode and told us um, how helpful it was, you know, in navigating um, potentially having a threesome with their partners. Um, so I really, really love that one. I also 
really, really love um, the Bye 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 episode, episode 156, um, which was all about bisexuality. And that was another one that just um, like really blew up. People loved us talking about bisexual, which I I guess we haven't talked enough about. I think that's one of the things that I'm hearing from that. Um, I really liked the episode, um, when should I delete my ex's nudes? Um, I really like thinking about, you know, um, these kind of guidelines that we want to establish a little more clearly, especially around um, digital materials in our culture and in our dating lives. And I think I would really like to talk more about that in some um, in our upcoming season, like some more um, digital stuff, because that's like such a big part of our lives and our sexuality as well. So essentially, you're going through every single episode for the past uh, year and a half, and that's your favorite one? All of them? No, no, no. I have one more. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I also really like the episode, um, Are Vibes Enough for Consent? Um, because I, I just had a research paper published today, actually, on that, um, that is called I Thought We Were Vibin'. And uh, it's about how people use vibes as they're trying to navigate consent. And, um, and from some of my research, like that is, um, something that we know people do. And so we had an episode here where we talked about like, um, you know, if you are doing that, like what that means, what that looks like and how to, um, make sure that you are really establishing, um, good boundaries and, establishing consent with your partner. And yeah, so that's another one of my favorites. I really loved our Montero, Call Me By Your Name, What's the Deal With This Song. I still love the song. Um, Little Nas X, you just pumped out Industry Baby, which I also love. But I like that song because we did a whole month on LGBT issues. We did a whole month on Black Lives Matter. Um, and I thought that was one of those episodes that sort of encapsulated all of these negative things in society. Um, and it gave us an opportunity to really talk and unpack uh, some of those big issues, like those big pressing issues in society. And it, it was in a really fun way as well. Um, I wish the music would have played during the episode. Like we don't have rights or access. Hey, Little Nas X, if you listen, give us rights and access so we can talk about it some more. Also, I knew you were going to say that episode. When I asked you, I was just waiting for you to say that. <laughs> I mean, I just think it's such a nice, like it tied together so many of the other themes. Um, and then something else I thought that was really useful that we did is um, when we, I really like the the personal pronouns. Like, what are your pronouns? Mm. We, it's the only episode we've done twice. Um, and that's because Spring and I are constantly growing and learning from from reading, from talking to our listeners, from, you know, this constant exploration of sexuality. And the first time he said, what are your pers- or what are your preferred pronouns? Um, and in our journey, you know, like we're still growing and learning, we realize that that's, that's not appropriate language, right? We don't say like, what's your sexual preference? Um, we shouldn't ask people their pronoun preference because it's who you are. Um, and I also think it's a nice way to show that like as a show, we're continuing to grow and learn as well. Um, and then the last one um, for me uh, is the one we did really recently where instead of like taking a listener-based question, we ask a question on our Instagram and we got crazy answers and Spring and I just kind mm-hmm. of went through our list and talked about some of our favorites, but I thought it was really fun. I think that was 160, what are some of the, the strangest things that people have said to you during sex? Um <laughs> So, so uh, many, so many answers. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really fun, though, playing with the uh, Instagram uh, audience and talking about their outcomes on the sh- or talking about what they had to say on the show. Um, and there's a lot of like we couldn't post or tell you the creepiest things 
um, that people shared with us because uh, there is some really interesting things that people say during sex. Yeah, but uh, I thought that was really fun uh, to talk about, and I think that there's like there's so many fun things that we can do. So thank you, everybody. Like this this episode is also a thank you for all of you for submitting these questions. We love chatting with you. We love answering the questions. Um, we could we could probably do an episode every single day for the rest of our lives with the number of questions that come in. So keep the questions coming though. Like like we just we want to hear from you. We're not going to start releasing them every single day. But sometimes <laughs> I, I do think about doing like the sex rap after dark. Like uh, where Spring and I talk about some of the more uh, raunchy questions or some <laughs> of the more sexually explicit questions. Um, let us know on our social media if that's something that you'd like. Like maybe at some point we could do that, but that would have to be. A little bit more age restricted, but I think, I mean, I think that's something I would love to do too. What do you think spring? Yeah. I mean, I think we could do that. Um, I, I think we don't have enough time to do everything. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think I've said this before. Um, once my dad said to me, um, like he knows about the podcast, he doesn't listen to it, but he knows about it and he's, and talk to me about some of the topics before. And, um, one day he was like, how long have you been doing this? How do you still have questions to answer? And I was like, dad, we have a list of questions so long. We'll never be able to answer them all. That's how many questions people have about sexuality. And it's because we, still have taboos around it. It's because we don't have great sexuality education. Um, and so I, while I am upset about those things, I am also, I mean, it's keeping us in business, I guess. Um, but, but always working to shift these attitudes and, and we're so glad to have you guys along for that ride. And it's been super fun and I'm looking forward to season four. Um, we've gotten a lot of positive feedback when spring and I do series. So you'll see more of those coming up For today, we have a question that's been sitting in the queue for five years. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I, all right, here we go. So the question is, I queefed. I'm so embarrassed. I don't know what to do. That's not really a question. That's a statement. But I think the person's <laughs> asking, like, what do you do if you queef during sex? Hey, Spring, what's a queef? A queef is the term for when air escapes out of the vagina. Um, so everyone knows what a fart is. So it's very similar. People sometimes call it a pussy fart. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, Andrew's making faces at me for saying that. This, uh, don't act like I made this up. <laughs> oh, oh no, I mean it's true. Like, like th we've we've hit a point in our series where we're talking about the pussy fart. Um, <laughs> So, uh, all right, sex, you've heard me say it before, sex is just if you are with another person and you're sliding body parts into orifices, it doesn't matter if it's an anus or a vagina or a mouth, right? Like air and stuff gets moved around and it's going to make slurping sounds. Um, if there's air inside moving around, uh, it's going to make farting or queefy. It's just normal, right? It's just, it's just part of sex it, it's 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 the most normal thing ever um so listener um 
if, if you queefed during sex, congratulations. It means you're having sex. And it's probably kind of rigorous sex and it's probably kind of fun sex and focus on the good parts because sex is messy and sex makes funny sounds. And we've done episodes, sex makes funny smells. Like there's lots of funny stuff going on. Um, and while sex is a serious thing, you can't take it that seriously. So that's, that, that's where I'm going to start with the queef episode. Like you queef during <laughs> sex, like, all right, it happened. It, it's fine. It's normal. So what I think is um, kind of underlying this is that women often take ownership or like they take on the blame for a lot of things. Um, and when a queef happens uh, during a heterosexual encounter, um, I think what happens a lot is the woman is feeling like, she's done something wrong, like that she made this embarrassing noise, her vagina did this thing that's weird, and then she's feeling embarrassed. And that's what we can kind of pick up on in that question. We're hearing some embarrassment there. And, you know, it's, I mean, first of all, it's a natural thing that's happening, right? Like, first of all, all of these sounds that Andrew's talking about, all of these sounds are natural. But also, how how can we like shift this, like someone taking on the blame for like, oh my goodness, there's this weird noise. Like I should feel so embarrassed. Like, that's what I really want to talk about here. Like, how do we like shift away from like, oh, oh, this is terrible. My body made this noise into like, this is normal. Like we're having sex. There's noises because air is moving. And, and that's like, and also like that's on both of the parties, right? Like we're moving together. We're moving the air together. We're moving all of this. So like, how is this like, oh, I need to be so ashamed and embarrassed about that. Ugh. I mean, and I think the same question happens uh, for people like for gay men who are engaging in anal sex, like there can be farts in the middle of sex as well. It's just a normal part. Um, but I, I think that there is so much shame and stigma attached, especially to women's bodies and women who are having sex. Um, if we look at it uh, overwhelmingly, like women are either sluts or prudes and there's no space for women in between. Um, and unfortunately, I think the embarrassment that women feel about queefs is because they have like society sets women up so that they're only allowed really to be, you know, this perfect either celibate sexual person or prudish sexual person. Um, and whenever we look at examples, like if we look at something like pornography, there are no queefs in pornography. It gets edited out, right? So it makes it seem like sex is this smooth, seamless act. So even the few places where someone might see one or hear one, it, it, it gets kind of cut out of that overall conversation. And women are left feeling really ashamed over something that's completely normal, right? Like, I, I'm going to say that 20 more times during this episode, like queefs are completely normal. They're, they're supposed to be there. The air is not supposed to stay in the vagina and it has to come out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, can we talk about like how to handle this? Like, let's talk about some of the things we might say or some of the things we might do so that we are not internalizing so that we're not like taking this on. Like, what do you think we should be saying either to ourselves or out loud during sexual activity? Like, in response to noises? I mean, so most of the time, uh, I think using your sense of humor is is a really great way to start navigating this conversation. They sound funny, right? If something sounds funny, you can laugh about it. Like you can be like, oh my gosh, uh, that was something funny. 
uh, sorry for the pause right there. It is thundering like crazy outside. Those are the sounds that I'm hearing. They're not. Oh my gosh. It just started thundering and pouring outside here just now also. It's oh, yeah, crazy. It's, it's crazy. Um, not queefs. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Sorry, guys. No, but, so um, many sounds today. <laughs> like moving forward and laughing about it a little bit. Like I, you remember when you were in second grade and some kid ripped one in the middle of the classroom with the fart and the whole oh, a fart in a classroom and the whole room started giggling and chuckling. Yeah, but... But also that kid felt very embarrassed, well, probably, right. right? That kid felt really embarrassed, but like people laughed about it because it's kind of funny, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to learn to laugh a little bit at yourself as well. Um, and if you're with somebody and you're sharing that time and that space with them, hopefully you're at a point where you can laugh a little bit about yourself as well. Um, other things that I would recommend doing is like, congratulations, like the sex was so good that, you know, that happened, the air got in or the body freaked out or there was um, like contractions or it was vigorous. Like there's a lot of like positive reasons that a queef can happen too. Yeah. I, I really like turning this into, this is so hot. Um, I think laughing is great. And also I think that it, um, some people, some people hate laughter during sex. They freak out about it. Um, and so, which maybe is a whole nother problem. Um, and also, you know, that might not really like dispel some of the like taboo or shame or embarrassment around it. Um, but I love this idea of like, can we turn it into like, this is so hot, like, oh my God, it's so hot. This our sex is so rigorous that like we're making the sound come out. Like, can we like, can we actually own that and be like, Oh, this is so sexy. Like, and I think when that starts to happen, I think we're like not only kind of reframing and retraining, but like it gets you like more into the activity instead of taking you out of it. So like, can we use the opportunities like when a weird sound happens or when a weird noise happens to be like, Oh my gosh, we are like, we are really, we are really in it right now. Did you hear that? Wow, this is really sexy. Like, <laughs> I mean, right. So if you are able to reframe a fart or a queef into something sexy, um, <laughs> and, and I make spring laugh, there we go. Um, uh, the other thing that I would say is um, like, Sex is is something serious in terms of, you know, you like there's vulnerability and you're putting yourself potentially at risk. Um, but in and of itself, it is a weird like take a step back and look at it like not while you're in it. But if you look at it, it's weird, right? Like bodies flopping around like funny sounds, funny smells, like in the positions, like it, it, it seems like it's a great cosmic joke, like the greatest intimacy and closeness that humans share is almost like a clown act, right? Like at the end of the day, like, sure, it might feel hot or look hot, but it's really weird. And going into sex with that view that, you know, yeah, sure, it's fun. And I'm really going to enjoy it. And there's intimacy, and it's going to feel nice. And I'm going to be close with this other person. And it's also, you know, this kind of absurd act. And if you can keep that like absurdity, that comedy, like in the back of your head, it probably isn't going to be a big deal. Um, Also talk about it, right? Like if a queef happens and someone's really ashamed or embarrassed about it, you're like, oh, well, that's just a normal part. And sometimes if there's air, it gets out, right? Everybody burps, everybody farts. And if you have a vagina and you have sex, everybody queefs. (gasps) That's a book. We should write it. Everybody Everybody queefs. queefs. Yeah. 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 I mean, not everybody queefs, but yeah, vagina owners <laughs> queef. Everybody with the vagina. 
Yeah. And so, um, I mean, we're always encouraging communication, right? And we're always talking about how communication is the answer really to everything. And so it's really, I think this is one of those opportunities. Like when you listen to this episode, you can say, okay, how do I want to handle this? And like decide how you want to handle noises when they come up and you might have different um, responses with different partners. Like some partners might have a really great sense of humor and love laughing and like don't mind laughing during sex. And then some partners like, you know, that could really rattle them if you're laughing during sex. So you want to like go like, let's how, how can we make this super hot route or something? Um, and like thinking about, you know, how you want to respond to these and then like even thinking of like things you might say or like, or how you might want to talk to a partner about it or how you might want to like talk to a partner about it afterward. Like, oh, like all of these noises, like, is, is that something you can actually start to, um, communicate more about so that also then like when it's happening in the future, it is more, less and less uncomfortable. Right. So like if you're experiencing any discomfort because of any noises, or if you ever have, or if you can imagine that you would experience discomfort when, some type of noise like this comes up, then great. Like this is the perfect time to think, okay, how can I communicate about this? Or how can I plan some communication around this? Or how can I think about how I'll handle it right now? A little bit of pre-planning, a little bit of pre-thought. And most of the time, I mean, at the end of the day, it's not a big deal, right? Like queefs aren't a big deal. There's nothing to be ashamed about. And I really like that Springs suggesting like, you know, do some pre-planning. How can I turn this into a better sexual conversation with this person? Um, now if you're with somebody though, right? Like the other side of this and there's a queef that happens or a fart that happens during sex and they freak out and they get upset and they won't let it go. Right? Like, I think that's the other part. Like people who experience shame from queefs probably have gotten harassed or probably have someone has said something to them or about them during sex and they've internalized that kind of pain or trauma. Um, if you are with somebody who makes a big deal out of it, don't be with that person anymore, right? Like try to have a conversation with them at first, right? And, and it's worth have a, worth it to have a conversation. Um, but if they make a big deal about it in, in a negative way, right? Or if they tease you about, about it or if they harass you about it, you take your sex away from them and don't give it back. Be like, well, then you don't get to enjoy that with me because I don't want to have those negative feelings associated with something that's supposed to be fun. Because um, at the end of the day, sex is supposed to be fun. Um, so... Yeah, like if someone's making fun of you for it or if someone's making you feel like ashamed of it, then you probably want to not have sex with that person anymore. Yeah, and and I I I love and hate that Andrew always says this. He's always like, "Oh, break up. Oh, move on." Oh. <laughs> he he has Andrew has really great boundaries. He's really good at boundaries. <laughs> um and and I'm the one that'll come in and say, "And can we Maybe let's open up to more discussion about this because sometimes people haven't been exposed to as much sex positivity and are open to it when it comes their way. Um, so, you know, if you have an experience that isn't great with someone like for around noise or something and they're like trying to tease you about it and that doesn't feel good to you, like send them over to this episode and like have them listen. And, and then, you know, you're opening up this dialogue for like, how do we um, shift how we're thinking about noises during sex? How do we start to talk about it? How do we start to um, 
include this as part of as part of what we think of as sex. Yeah. It's kind of funny to me. Uh, one of the top complaints that men give is that women don't make enough sound during sex. And then a queef comes out and then all of a sudden people start complaining about the sounds that women make during sex. <laughs> it seems to be another one of those double standards. So enjoy those queefs. If they happen, it means that you've done a good job or perhaps you need to change positions because some positions push more air into a vagina. And if you're in one and you're getting a lot of air and either want to change that position or make sure that like the stroke is a little bit different. Yeah. Um, you can actually prevent queefs, uh, in some, not a hundred percent, but there are some positions that are very queefy. Um, <laughs> and some that are, are less, I want to know where the word queef came from. Queef. It is, it is a really funny word. I do. I find the word just saying it pretty amusing. Um, here, do you want to play that game here? Are you ready? Queef. I'm ready. Queef. You don't know how to play this game? It's the penis game, but we're playing it with queef. You just have to like say it louder and louder and louder until we just like can't handle it and start cracking up. Have you really never played this game? I've never, I've never played. I'm not planning on playing that game um, right now either. Um, I'm in my office and there are people all around. So if I start shouting queef, I think some bad things might happen. Um, Hey, Spring. Queef. Queef. All right, everybody. Um, So thank you so much for listening to us through all three of our seasons. We're so happy to have been with you on this queefy voyage. Um, Yeah. Um, But uh, we are about to say goodbye Um, for just a few weeks. We'll be back at the end of August uh, picking up. We have a whole bunch of really great stuff already planned and ready for you. Um, But once again, thank you. This wouldn't be possible without all of your questions. We really love spending time answering them um, and chatting with all of you um, and uh, look forward to it more. So if you have any follow up about this episode or any other questions that you have about relationships or sex or sexual health or romance or dating or apps or anything else, Spring and I will happily chat with you about any question at all. Um, you can Call us at 413-I-RAP-IT. Uh, you can send us an email. We are the sexwrap at gmail.com. That's rap with a W. And uh, you should definitely check out our social media. We'll still be posting on uh, social media over the break as well. So if you just need a little dose of us here and there, uh, we'll still be there. Um, we're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, but mostly Instagram at the Sex Rap. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for great I have forward. to tell everybody something. Oh, sorry. One more thing. The internet says that queef is a variant of um, Scottish and Northern English word quiff, which is um, like wind, a puff of wind. So there we go. Oh, that's a puff of wind. All right. You're welcome. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) Have an awesome, awesome August. Bye, everybody. Queef it up. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just two of music for this episode provided by the ever elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe. <laughs>